What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz. And this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question. What's the spread? Welcome in. What's the spread? Happy quarantine, everybody. Uh, hope you're all hanging in there. Brad, I know you're going a little stir crazy. Man, I'm betting on the ponies. I'm playing online slots. I never thought in my entire life I would miss betting on sports this much. But then I thought about it, and I was talking to my my father, and I go, this is the longest stint I've been in my entire life without betting on sports since I was 18 years old. That's insane to think about. And really, without I mean, our entire lives without seeing sports. Yes, absolutely, our entire on, lives. You know, so. in, in any capacity, which has been really strange, but especially with the timing, right? This yeah. whole thing started right around March Madness. And then it affected the start of baseball season. Now it's affecting the NBA playoffs, Wait, the, the playoffs, NHL so playoffs, sad. and even football's in jeopardy. So yep. everything's kind of up in the air. But you know what's not in jeopardy? The NFL. The NFL draft. Dude, That's let's why go. we're here. Let's go. All right. So today we're going to do a little mock draft. And this is exciting because we actually haven't done one of these in a couple of years. I'm very excited about this. We're going to go through the first round, 1 through 32. Uh, we're going to break down our picks. Now, as always, a couple of disclaimers here. This is a mixture of... What Brad and I think is going to happen. Yep. What we want to happen. Uh, maybe the best players that we think fit with the best teams. But something that you that you and I were talking about here before we went on the air is that uh, with so many teams with multiple draft picks, it's yeah. going to be an exciting draft it's, night. It's gonna. It's probably going to be the most draft picks, draft trades in the draft probably in history. Yeah. I was really thinking about it. You just think about the teams like the Dolphins, the Vikings, who have plenty of picks to go get the guy or guys that they want. I think Thursday night is going to be just right on time for sports fans. Yes. And we're going to see a lot of trades. It's going to be electric. a lot of surprises. So this is just kind of a straight one through 32. Yes. No um, trading. Team by team. No trades. Without further ado, the 2020 NFL Draft is officially underway. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. So the Bengals are on the clock. We are underway. And for me, man, I think that there is a surefire First overall pick here at quarterback, and it's the man, the myth, the legend, Joey Burrow. Joe Burrow. I, I think you can't go wrong there. Um, Joe Burrow solidified himself as the number one draft pick this year. He did. The Bengals proven have need. They need a proven guy. Need new excitement. Even if he turns out to be Andy Dalton 2.0, let, let's say production wise, it's new, a changing of the guard, and, and it's really, really. Something that you guys needed bad. Yeah, I I think it's the most surefire uh, number one overall quarterback, in my opinion, since Andrew Luck. I yes. can't really remember the last time it's been like, okay, if you're going to take a QB here, it's got to be Burrow. There's yep. there's no debate. However, this is what I've been saying about Joe over the past week. I'm, I'm very excited to have him in Cincinnati, obviously. Former Buckeye, you know, college football legend. This is the kind of guy that you want running your organization. Yeah, absolutely. He's got the swag. He's got the attitude. He's got the arm. Um, I love his confidence. Like, yeah, the confidence is 100% there. I love that he's so overt about that confidence as yes. well. You know, it, it's not off-putting to me. It, it's something that I want in the organization because it's something that Andy Dalton never had. Yeah, he was just kind of like the guy in the shadows. But but you think about it, Andy Dalton in college kind of was that confident guy. Right. Then he got to the NFL and he was kind of like, well, I'm young. I need to learn. And then it just never blossomed into really what I thought yeah. he was going to be. Whereas Burrow's going to come in ready. Yes. Uh, ready to be the leader. Uh, ready to be the guy. But with Burrow... I still think, and I would actually uh, want to see your thoughts on this, uh, being a Bama fan, but I still think that Tua has the most pure 
QB talent yes. in this draft. And what I mean by that specifically is I think that Tua has so much natural ability at QB that I think he can fit into any offense that you throw at him. Yes. And I think he's capable of that. I'm not saying that Burrow cannot, but what I am saying is that I think Burrow does require a little bit of work around him to make sure that he's fitting into the yes. right system. I, I totally agree. And I think that had Tua not got hurt, it would be Tua's name we were talking about. It might about. be a different story. Um, Tua is one of the most pure throwers of the football that I've ever seen. And it's crazy because he can, I mean, he doesn't have a massive arm strength, but he has a big arm for a guy his size. And when he's throwing it deep, it looks like he's throwing it hard. But it's always on the money. He, he it, it kind of confuses me because you see his Wonder League score so low. But he's a football genius when it's on when he's on the field. So I think that Burrow is definitely, I don't want to call him a system quarterback, but you do need the right system around him. But he's great at being in the right system. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he's a field general, big arm. Yeah. Uh, like we said, confident kid. So he's he's got all the intangibles. Yep. Uh, really excited. And uh hopefully this is the direction that the Bengals go. Uh all of Cincinnati will be watching. All right, uh, let's go to the number two pick, the Washington Redskins. I'm going with from the Ohio State, Chase Young. A same same as me. You can't a talent like that. I mean, if there were no Joe Burrow in this draft, Chase Young would be the number one pick. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I would be kind of like, whoa. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals were like, screw this. We're getting Chase Young. We're going to try to trade back up, get a quarterback later, get Eason in the second round. I would not be surprised. I know it's not going to happen, but that's how good Chase Young but is. That's, exactly. And that's that's the only other pick I'd be okay with. Either take yeah. Burrow, take Young, or trade out. Yeah. Um, and I think that Chase Young, again, I mean, there was a lot of talk that before, you know, Burrow really had that season, yeah. you know, Chase Young was, was going to be one. the undisputed yeah, number one the overall pick. Uh, you know, so for the Redskins, not really a need here at Ed Rusher, but with a guy like Chase Young, uh, you, you can't pass him up. All right. So we're two for two. Let's go ahead and go to number three, the Detroit Lions. Uh, give me your pick. Uh, it, it, since we can't do trades, I have to go with uh, Jeff Okuda from, go ahead and say it. The Ohio State. <laughs> I have to. I mean. Getting rid of Slay. Slay's gone. Um, what are you else going to do? You're not drafting a quarterback there unless you're sending Matt Stafford packing. And if I think they send Matt Stafford packing, they're going to get another pick, like maybe at five where the Dolphins are and Dolphins get Stafford. Then they go and draft. It's it's set in stone, in my opinion, that they're going Jeff here. I've seen a lot of noise around here, like right around three or four with these picks. Uh about you know tackles and how high all these tackles are going to go yes. and we're going to get to them and I, I could absolutely see that listen offensive line is always a need always that's the thing you know with with and with the talent that's in this draft there there are a lot of top 10 caliber offensive tackles that are available but for me I'm going to stick with the superstar caliber players here um, that that can be the face of a defense or the face of an offense. And I know that Jeff Okuda has that ability. He's a lockdown corner. You know, I'm glad you said that about the talent in the offensive line. This is the one of the first offensive line draft classes that I've seen where it doesn't drop off so steeply after the first two or three guys. Right. That's yeah. really that really changed how I was picking the guys. Sure. Like I, at first, I was like, oh, we're drafting offensive tackle, offensive tackle, offensive tackle. We need to get these guys because they're not going to be there. But then I look. You think about you go from. Uh, Andrew Thomas to um, uh, the guy from from Houston. Yeah, there's not that much of a gap, but they honestly could be drafted. Was Joshua Johnson? Yeah. Guys, could be drafted. That's why I think the Bengals are going to get two different 
rounds, yeah. you know? I mean, the Bengals with the 33rd overall pick, I'm confident that they're going to get a really talented offensive yes. lineman all the way at 33. Yeah, th- that's crazy. So that's just what we'll say about the offensive line. It, it, it's always a need. You should always yes. build from the inside out. Uh, but it looks like we're three for three there because I also have the Lions taking Okuda. Huge need at cornerback there. All right, let's go ahead and go into number four overall, the New York Giants. I think there's a high probability that they trade out of this. Yeah. Um, but I think that in this spot, I wouldn't pass up on Isaiah Simmons uh, from Clemson, linebacker. Uh, just a guy who has the ability to be the leader on a defense. Since I couldn't trade out of this position, I don't see the Giants picking anything other than offensive tackle. They have not found a way to rebuild this offensive line. Taking Jedrick, Wilt, Jedrick Wills from Alabama is... A great pick, little high. I wish I would take him around like the five, maybe five to eight. But when you have a need, you can't take the best pick available. Not when you're the Giants, who struggles to keep their quarterback upright. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and go into number five. So that's our first tackle off the board. Uh, the Miami Dolphins. Tua Tagovailoa. I, I, I put Herbert there for a second, but as the Dolphins... If they're drafting a quarterback and Tua's available, they have to grab him. You you have to because you cannot grab Tua as the third quarterback and he become a Hall of Famer and that is all you were thinking. Especially you think about you had a Dan Marino. You were not letting Tua slip out of your hands. I'm with you here, man. Uh, I've got Tua Tagovailoa going to Miami, whether it's at five or wherever it is. I've, I've got – that's the landing spot that I see for Tua and I think it's a great spot for him. Yes. I think it's a great city for him. Yep. A uh, good organization for him to go into. Uh, that's I just think it's a good fit. Yeah. And just moving on to number six here, I want to see if you're on the same page. I got the Chargers taking Herbert. I have the Chargers taking Herbert And I think well. that's a better fit for the Chargers. I think that Herbert fits, uh, you know, he's kind of like a Phillip Rivers 2.0 yep. almost. Yep. Whereas I, I think that's another guy that they see that's, I'm not going to use the word safe here, but I, I think that they see him as, okay, that, that this could be another Philip Rivers, another franchise yep. QB that we can get in the top A beautiful 10. face, big arm, big guy who can really drive fans to the game. Yeah. I think he's got that ability. Yes. Uh, he's got a little mobility. Yep. Uh, you know, so I, I think that's a good pick for them. So I think that you could interchange Tagaviola and Herbert at five and six, but I think that that's the direction that these organizations are going to go. All right, what's next? Number seven, we have the Carolina Panthers. Panthers need to replace Luke Keekley. Since he's already gone off your board, I don't think he falls out of the top no 10. Way. I'm going Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Easily a good replacement piece for Keekley. I think it's a great pick for the Panthers there. Um, Simmons is off my board, so I'm going with Derek Brown. Defensive tackle out of Auburn, which I think would be another great pick for the Panthers. They're definitely going to go front seven. Yes. Or maybe even offensive line again. I think that any of these top tackles could come off the board yeah. at any time. All right, let's go ahead and go into number eight. Speaking of offensive linemen, I have the Arizona Cardinals taking Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. In my opinion, I think that Wirfs is the best tackle available, even over, even over, over Wills. I think there's a big debate right now between Wirfs and Wills. I think that both are great, yeah. but I'm going with the Big Ten here at number eight. I got the Cardinals protecting Murray. Tristan Wirfs, wasn't he a high school state champion in wrestling? I think that's really big for him. They like good those stat. wrestlers who can, fun fact, who can <laughs> have good hips. He's really good at swinging his hip. He can play either tackle, um, which is cool. Um, I have the Cardinals taking Andrew Thomas. So I'm going nice. tackle as well. And I just think that's kind of, he's a Cardinals guy. Uh, sure. I think that's who they're going to target. Um, so. Big offensive lineman off the board there. Let's go yep. to number nine. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that they need the secondary. I've, I, you know, 
I originally had maybe the Cowboys hoping that C.J. Henderson would fall to them, but I'm going to have the Jacks taking them at number nine. C.J. Henderson, corner out of Florida. I think he's the best corner in the draft besides Okuda, of course. So I think that I'm kind of just playing catch up with your picks because I'm having the Please. Jags take the best available player, okay. and that is Derek Brown from Auburn. Nice. All right. Yeah, which, you know, can't go wrong with that no, pick. No, can't. Not uh, especially when, yeah, if he falls there, got to take him. Uh, okay, rounding out the top 10, we're going to go with the Cleveland Browns. I had a lot of difficulty with the Cleveland Browns here. I Me really too. think they're going to trade out of this pick uh, to get some more value. However, I, I think that they're looking more specifically for a left tackle. I know that, that these tackles are, have the ability to play both yeah. positions, but Mekhi Becton, out of Louisville, specifically played left tackle for two years and wasn't All-American, so that's what I've got. And I think it's a safe pick for the Browns. Great minds think alike. Nice. I have Mekhi Becton as well. And yep. the same thing, so I think they have a... The, their biggest need is that tackle. High pick, but they can't. You honestly can't think about taking a safety. You can't. Who's the best safety available? McKinnon. You can't think yeah. about taking any of the other corners because there's a severe drop off after that. Um, where receivers too high, and Derek Brown's gone. I think Derek Brown would be their defensive tackle plug in the middle that they would take. Garrett Brown would be sick, but but Brown's off my board, so I'm going Beckton. All right, what's next? Next, we have the New York Jets. So the Jets, for me, I was kind of thinking, I know they're going right receiver. And I was like, who are they going to pick? It's going to be Ruggs. It's going to be Judy. It's going to be Lamb. I think they're going to get the route runner because they already had the blazing speed guy with um, Robbie Anderson. Let him walk. I think they're going Jerry Judy here. Uh, Spoiler alert here. I've got three receivers going off the board in a row. Um, I've seen a lot of mock drafts that if one of these tackles falls to the Jets, they're going to take him. They don't pass up on Jerry Judy. No, man. Like, not a chance. Listen, it's not that their offensive line is terrible. They, they need some weapons for yes. Darnold, bro. He's got nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, and, and Le'Veon Bell is a short-term you know, project at best on the yep. offense. Um, and the reason I bring him up is because he's a really good pass catching back, but they got to get that number one guy for Darnold. They, they have to. to. And that's, that's what's separate. And, and this is no discredit to CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb's amazing, oh, yeah. but I think the ability, if you put both receivers into an offense, and I think Judy has the ability to be the number one guy in any offense yeah. you put him in. And you can't when you have a route runner who's got the size, got the hands, got the speed, you have to pick him. Originally, I thought that Judy was a surefire top 10, but yep. there's not a lot of need for a receiver inside the top 10. So this is going to be a really good spot for the Jets to take advantage yes. of Yes. Let you know, I put uh, $75 that Judy would be taken by the 11th pick. I took that bet as well. So, just, so really, I'm just betting on the Jets there. Yeah, betting that on that the Jets someone trades Yeah, that they're not going to pass on them. All right, number 12, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes. Hopefully this comes to fruition and we can actually get to Vegas for a game this year. I know we were talking about that. The Raiders have a, a couple options here in the first round. Uh, I've got them taking C.D. Lamb here. Me as well. Like, you, yeah. you can't. I think it's. I think it's there's a lot 100% of talent. sure that two receivers go. These two receivers go back to back. Unless one is a surprise pick in the top five or top six, they're going back to back. All right. Who's next at number thirteen? Next number thirteen. The 49ers, They need a receiver, but I don't have them taking rugs here. I think that they can get like Higgins or Pittman somewhere later in the draft, I have them taking Tristan Wirfs. Always a good pick uh, to go with the offensive line. Um, Wirfs is off my board. For the Niners here, as you said, deep wide receiver class. Um, But I'm going to have them taking rugs here. I mean, to uh, match him up with with the talent that they already have there. And the Niners could start to get real stacked. Really build a dynasty. Yeah. 
Uh, Ruggs is just one of those guys, just blazing speed. Yep. I mean, you can fit him in the slot. Big do hands, reverses. blazing speed. Yeah, I just... You can't teach speed, but what you, you can't do is have a guy who has speed who can catch the football. Yeah. Like, those are just dangerous combinations. Like, you think about it, a lot of these speed receivers who have come in the past weren't really primary guys on their offense. Like they were good gadget guys yep. or guys who racked up a ton of yards because they always had one or two really big plays. But Ruggs was consistently catching slants and breaking them. He's a difference maker. Yes. And that's why you see him you know, projected as a top 15 player in this draft. All right, number 14, the Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brad, your guys, who do you got them taking? Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say this. If Becton's gone, if Worf's gone, if Thomas is gone and uh, Wills is gone, they better not draft a offensive lineman. I have them taking Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, I mean, that's it, I, I've seen that Javon Kinlaw is a top 10 talent, yes. but there's just not enough needed defensive tackle for him to go off the board. So, dude, can you imagine that, that line with Vita Vea? Vita Vea, up there too? Kinlaw, you have JPP. Ooh. Then you have Shaq Barrett rushing the edge. Wow. Oh, my God. That'd be one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. Yes. And then, I guess, listen, they can take an offensive lineman in the the second round, too. I mean, just anything to improve that line. But for me, I did have Wills fall here to 14. If Wills is available, the Bucs have to take him. 100%. Like you said, if any of those four guys are are available on the offensive line, the Bucs have to go there. Uh, So that's why I had them taken to protect the GOAT. All right, number 15. Number 15, everyone in America wants the Broncos to draft a wide receiver here. But I think, I think they're going to get um, uh, Chazon from Clemson. I mean, from LSU, linebacker. For me, it was a toss-up between him and uh, Patrick Queen. Um, but I'm going uh, Chazon here. I'm going with Justin Jefferson, wide receiver out of LSU. I don't think the Broncos really know what direction they're going at QB yet. Uh, we'll see uh, how, uh, what is it, Locke from, from uh, yeah, Missouri Lock, right works yeah. out. but. I mean, we don't know if that's the future of the Broncos. Uh, I, I could even see them drafting a QB here. Call me crazy. I think I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'm going to be interested to see because I think that Jordan Love is going in the first round. Yeah, but I think he's going to go and with you know later. I think he's going to go you know 15 or after. But I, I think any of these teams that don't have a plan at QB, yep, might be interested in taking Jordan Love. Plenty of plenty of quarterbacks. Plenty of teams that have need at quarterback. I mean, you think about it. Even like the guys who have newly acquired talent like Teddy Bridgewater. It's a bad example to use for the for the Panthers, but I'm saying like a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, newly acquired talent. Yeah. Don't be surprised they they reach for a guy. Sure. All right, number 16, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh I have to go Javon Kinlaw here. Uh he's just a guy that if he falls this far, you gotta take him. Defensive tackle, South Carolina. Who do you got the Falcons taking? I so in my I I read this draft a couple times. My first draft I had the Bucks taking Joshua Johnson and then I had the Falcons taking Javon Kinlaw. So I'm glad you said that. I have the Falcons taking um, the best available corner and left on my board is C.J. Henderson. Can't pass up on a C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson in most other drafts would be a top 10 pick. I'll tell you right now, C.J. Henderson going at 16 would break the hearts of all Cowboys fans. Yes, it would. That leads us into number 17. But if the corner, if, if Henderson is taken off the board and so is Okuda, I think that they go Xavier McKinney. I like Xavier McKinney. Safety out of Alabama. I like that a lot for the Cowboys. They did uh, acquire HaHa Clinton Dix. Um, so they do have some kind of plan of safety. But man, to that's where the Cowboys need help. They they need help in the secondary. Yep. So, so that's what this pick, I, I think, is going to be. I like that a lot. So... Who you got the boys taking? I have the Cowboys taking Jalen Johnson from Utah. Nice. But to think about it, my God, 
I wish I could change my pick and and put Xavier McKinney because that's a better pick. Even though Jalen Johnson is a really good player, yeah. Xavier McKinney for them to pass up on him when they have a need at safety, right? Wow, I didn't even like that. Didn't even cross my mind once, and I'm it's, applauding. It's, it's your a good pick. fit, yeah, a great, a, a real fit. good fit. And and I hope that that's who the Cowboys end up taking. Henderson's not going to fall to them. Yep, I put a bet down that Henderson will get. It was like, dude, the over under on Henderson was like sixteen and a half, dude. I hammered, hammered yeah, the under. Have to. Uh, yeah, so I like McKinney there at 17. All right, uh, number 18, we have the Miami Dolphins again. Again, I I think they're going to do something with this pick. Yep. But Andrew Thomas, for me, is falling to the Dolphins at 18. Tackle out of Georgia. The Dolphins are going to get Tua and then shore up the offensive line. Wouldn't it be funny if they went Andrew Thomas early and then got Jordan Love late? <laughs> I can see that happening. I can see that happening. I have them going uh, with offensive linemen as well. For me, there were so many players, offensive linemen, to choose from, but I think I just had to go with the fit. And they're gonna. One thing you could see about them is they want winners. They're trying to get winners on their team. So I'm going, uh, Josh Sim- John Simpson from Clemson. Nice. All right, number nineteen, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders again uh, here in the first round. I think that that they have a pretty good need at corner. I think that that I could see them going. Um, Trayvon Diggs here, uh, but I have them taking A.J. Terrell, the cornerback out of Clemson. Ooh, I wanted to see where... Okay, so the Raiders, I had A.J. Terrell, uh, Trayvon Diggs, and um, guy from TCU. I'm drawing a blank right now. Sorry about that. I didn't write any of this down. The defensive... Oh! The the corner. Um, I don't have him in the first round. But I did a John Gruden thing. John Gruden picks the best player available, especially if they're on defense. I have him, and those corners are good. Don't get me wrong. But I think that both uh, Terrell and Diggs specifically could be more of project guys, guys who have tremendous upside. Mm-hmm. I've never seen John Gruden draft an upside guy. I, John Gruden, I'm getting my guy. He's the best one. So I'm going Patrick Queen because he's ready to play in the NFL. Yep. It seems like such a Gruden that. pick right there. Championship caliber. I'm getting me a winner. I watch too much Hard Knocks. Maybe that's what it is, but... I have to go Patrick Queen here. That's good reasoning. Uh, and Patrick Queen, I, yeah, I, I would consider him the best on your board. Um, all right, number 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another team with another first-round pick. And Brad, this is who I have taking Mr. Jordan Love, quarterback out of Utah State. Oh, Jacksonville man. Jaguars. And just be let it be known here. Yep. You heard about Jordan Love on this podcast first, way before his NFL draft yes. hype. Everyone, listen, note that, that we were hyping Jordan Love up before anybody even could even think about Jordan Love. Years ago. Years. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars grabbing Trayvon Diggs. Um, why? I think that they are okay with grabbing a project, uh, project guy, high upside, um, NFL caliber kind of guy. My only logic, I... Don't know if they're going to take quarterback, wide receiver, uh, offensive lineman in this position. It's hard to see, you know, where where they're going to go. Especially this is their second pick and in the first if they, round. If they really are uh, a rebuilding team, uh, why not get the, the the guy who's more green? Like you got to remember, Diggs was a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Now he's a corner, big size, big speed. I I could see them doing the project here. And by the way, that quarterback out of TCU was Jeff Gladney. That was driving me crazy. Oh, thank uh, you. Another corner who could go in the first round, but I have him drop into the second. All right, uh, number 21, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles for me. It just so happens that I still had um, uh, Caleb on Chason here available, and they do have a need at linebacker, so the Eagles would be thrilled if Chason fell to them. So that's why I have him taken here. Uh, they, so uh, Chason fell in my original one. 
God, that's so funny. When I had the Broncos taking over our receiver and then Chase on fell to the Eagles. Um, but since I have Chase on going to the Broncos, I have the Eagles taking T. Higgins from Clemson. Nice. All right. Uh, number 22, the Minnesota Vikings. This is their first of two picks here within the next four picks. Yep. And this is where I have Trayvon Diggs going, cornerback out of Alabama. You think they're going back to the Diggs well after they already had one Diggs? They're like, shit, he's a well, winner. Well, we, we got rid of Stefan, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. I have them replacing Diggs with another guy who shouldn't fall this far and Henry Ruggs the third. Um, I have the got to take him, him here. Yep. Yeah. If he falls to the Vikings, I, I completely agree with that. Good pick. All right. So one of the most unpredictable picks for me, number 23, the new England Patriots. I had some fun with this pick. All okay. right. I was just trying to think, Hey, they need pass catchers. I, I also think quarterback is a pretty glaring need here. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan love is there that maybe that's the guy they go with, but it's Patriots are hard to predict for me. I had a little fun. I got Denzel Mims here, wide receiver nice. out of Baylor. Uh, I don't think that they have a clear plan at QB yet. Um, I don't think that, that they're necessarily going to address that plan in no. this draft. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go with Mims. A lot of upside there. Guys, hold your breath. Hold your breath. This The Patriots will draft Jacob Eason in this draft. That's who I was thinking of. I don't know if it's going to be the first round. Or the second round, but if they're going after him in the second round, they are trading up to get Jacob Eason. Big quarterback, big arm, prototypical prototypical size. All he needs is just a little tweaking. He can sit behind um, Hoyer for one year, two years, however much you can get Hoyer. Then you can really see how good of a quarterback Stidham is. I don't see them like I don't see them drafting a Jake Fromm over no. a, a Jacob Eason. They're, I think they're similar quarterbacks in production level but an upside Eason is there Eason right now is, is sitting at the 52nd pick I, I almost threw up well I think if he does go in the first round it's the Patriots yes it's I, the I, think, guy. I think that's who would take him yeah yeah I like it all right number 24 the New Orleans Saints who you got I got Kenneth Murray uh I think Saints take linebacker here I, I could see wide receiver depending on who fell uh like I could see um Oh my God, I'm, I'm drawing all kinds of, like, I, took, I can see him take Pittman, uh, Shannon, I can see him take, literally I can see them take any wide receiver on the board, <laughs> but I'm going with Murray. I like it, um, I got Murray going later only because I still have Patrick Queen on my board, so if Queen does fall here, I think that the Saints go with Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU. I, I think it's great how the, the players' names are really interchangeable. Very. Very, but what we are doing and what we're seeing is, we have similar football minds. Yeah. We're drafting sure. like positions. And if the reason we're not, if the reason we're not drafting that same position at that same, at that same, uh, team is because our main guy was already gone. He's not available. Yep. Yeah. So that's pretty cool to think about. All right. Number 25, uh, number the Minnesota 25. Vikings second pick, uh, who you got the Vikings. Initially I had, um, Xavier McKinney going here, but then I thought Vikings need, they don't need a cornerback. But why would you just let Bryce Hall? He just seems like a Vikings guy, a guy who his entire college career has been at a stout defense who always talks about fundamentals. Vikings guy, Bryce Hall, cornerback from Virginia. Uh, just out of curiosity, who who did you have the Vikings taking at 22? Uh, Vikings, I had him taking Henry Ruggs. Cool. Okay, yeah. So uh, Ruggs and Hall, I think that's a good, uh, I think that's a good combo. Yep. And then I had them taking Diggs at 22. I had them going with... Ross Blacklock here, the defensive tackle out of TCU. I think that if he does go in the first round, it'll, it'll definitely be in the late first round or early second. Yeah, I can see um, it. 
but they have a needed defensive tackle. So, you know, that's where I'm going. What's really gross thinking about it. Like, I'm glad you brought up uh, Blacklock right here because there are so many good linemen, defensive linemen that are not going to go in the first round. But you think about it. What was the 49ers bread and butter rushing the quarterback? They won games because they rushed the quarterback very, very well. Consistently, week in and week out. The Buccaneers only won half the games they did this year because they rushed the quarterback very well. So I I think that there will be spots for these D-linemen that we are probably just like, why didn't we think about that? But there's so much talent in D-line this year. But I just don't think the need is, is, is as prevalent. That's a good point. All right, uh, let's go to number 26, Miami Dolphins, the third pick of the first round. Because it's their third pick of the first round, I had some fun here. What do I want? I'm doing a Madden franchise, building the Dolphins. I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. Bingo! Yahtzee! DeAndre Swift! That's what I did as well. Such a dynamic offensive playmaker. You pair him with Tua Tagovailoa and uh, an elite offensive lineman. I think that's a great first round. No, they don't draft any defense, but they got some picks to address the defense later. In the- and I mean, they got some defense in free agent in the exactly. offseason. Right. So. so then in that case, just go with building your offense. Yeah. So my picks were my, um, I was between um, AJ Dillon, DeAndre Swift, JK Dobbins. Then I eliminated AJ Dillon. Too much north south for me. And then so it was between Dobbins and, and Swift, and Swift got the nod. All right. Number 27, Seattle Seahawks. If the Seahawks don't go offensive lineman here, I'm smacking the shit out of their owner. Just like back and forth. I have the Seattle Seahawks taking Joshua Jones. All right. I think that they have uh, some needs on the defensive side of the ball as well. Oh, yes. Especially in pass rush. So I got A.J. Epeniza coming off the edge here. Um, Epeniza was, um, I think he fell a little bit in the first round projections. Yeah, but he was like a top 20 guy. And then all of a sudden... I think he's a hell of a ball player. Yes. Uh, another kid out of Iowa. Uh, just wreaked havoc for them. He was the reason that Iowa beat Minnesota yep. uh, in the regular season. Just yep. go back and watch that game. All right, number 28, the Baltimore Ravens. This is where I have Kenneth Murray uh, going here. They have a need for inside linebacker. Perfect fit. I like Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Good pick. That's very good. I have I have Zach Bond from Wisconsin. Another good one. Uh, I rotated this between three or four different linebackers. Just went with who I thought is more of a my guy kind of kind of pick. Uh, speaking of Zach Bond, number 29, the Titans. That's where I have uh, Bond going. I like that pick for the Titans for a couple reasons here. I think that Zach Bond is very dynamic. You can ask him pretty much to play anywhere um, in the front seven. Edge rush, uh, yep. he can play outside linebacker. They do have a need on the defensive line. Um, and also, the Titans just have a lot of work to do in general. Yeah, they do. I think they're just going to take the best available defensive player they can. That's why I have Yatir Gross Matos. And I think that he could have went earlier, could have went later. He's kind of a question mark. I think that ESPN did a really good job this year of building his draft stock to where I could possibly be thinking over, like overdrafting him because I paid so much attention to him after they did that special about him. Yeah. And... But the good thing, in his defense, after they did that special, he showed up every single game. So who you got Titans taken? I have your Gross Maddox. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, number 30, uh, Green Bay Packers. I think they got to go receiver here. So uh, T. Higgins is still on my board. So T. Higgins, receiver nice out of Clemson. Nice pick. Nice yeah. pick. <laughs> this pick is so weird to me. Like, it just doesn't make sense to have Devontae Adams and Michael Pittman Jr. on the same 
in the same receiving core. But I thought about it. they have already have a lot of speed at receiver. Why not just get two just really build it. big guys who are just great hands guys with Devonta Adams and Michael Pittman Jr. So that's going to be my pick. All right, who's at 31? At 31, this is where McKinney comes off the board. 49ers are going to snag their safety. I like it. Uh, I, I think that the Niners go safety here as well. Uh, I like Anton Winfield Jr., safety out of Minnesota. Watch out for his name uh, to be a surprise in the first round. And finally, we're wrapping it up at number 32 with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that if DeAndre Swift is available here and somehow he doesn't get picked, I think that they're going to go with, yep. with Swift here. Um, but I got I got your guy earlier, Gross Matos, edge nice. rusher out of Penn State. I'm going if, if I think they go running back here. And if they don't go running back, don't be surprised if they go offensive lineman. But I'm going J.K. Dobbins. Nice. I, I would like love to see Dobbins that's go, a to, good go to Kansas spot. City. Kansas City gets another electric home run hitting running back or well, player. Yeah. Oh, God. Man, Andy Reid be licking. Well, his well, that's the thing, right? Like, I was, I was thinking about, it, man, like if Swift or, or Dobbins or you know one of those guys fell to them, this offense is already stacked enough. Yeah, it's just gonna be unfair. Ugh, like a God. video game. It didn't. And then if Patrick uh, Mahomes get hurt, just freaking hand the ball yeah. off forty times again. Yeah, and and Dobbins has proven that he that he can be that guy. Yep. Uh, I think that the NFL is in trouble here with the Chiefs because I don't think that they're going anywhere anytime no. soon. I think the Chiefs are gonna go. Watch, they're gonna draft. One electric player. I don't know which position it's going to be on the offense. One skill position player. They're going to draft a home run hitter, right? First or second round. Their next pick, or their alternative pick, is going to be lineman. Then they're going to get an edge rusher. Three things that the, the Chiefs really, I don't know if it would say missing, but three component, key components that would make them unstoppable. It's scary. It's gross. And, you know, with with so much uncertainty in the air right now, the NFL draft is going to provide us with certainty that whenever it is, football is going to return. Yes. I, I, I'm, I am really worried that we're going to miss out on our college football season. Yep. I can't imagine a world where that happens because I don't want to live in it. Um, but... At least for one night. One night, we're going to act like nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. Everything's fine. We're going to crack some cold ones. Yes. We're going to watch our bets cash. And uh, just, just have a lot of fun with it. Yes. With a, with, with a normal sporting event on a normal night. Really happy that the NFL found a way to keep this thing alive yes. and make it happen. Yes. I'm so stoked, dude. I cannot wait. And Thursday, it will be here quicker than we know. Will we three sleeps? Two sleeps? Three sleeps until Thursday? Three sleeps. Oh, man. God dang. Looking forward to it, buddy. Thank you guys so much for listening to What's the Spread podcast. Uh, Be sure to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or even Spotify. You know what we like most? Give us a rating. Give us a review. You guys, good luck and hang in there.